Before we begin, I would like to acknowledge the Gadigal peoples of the Eora Nation as the traditional custodians of the land on which we record this podcast, and pay my respects to the elders both past and present. Hi everyone, I'm Tiny Cook and welcome to my podcast, Chuffed. Some of you may know me as the girl who got married to a stranger on TV, which thankfully worked out, and now I'm here chatting with you all on my podcast. And you're probably wondering what this podcast is about. Chuffed is your unfiltered safe space for all things love, career and life. Join me each week as we unpack relationships and dating, a dash of pop culture and have fun conversations with cool people. So this is part two of my chat with Lyndall. We unpack a little more about her maths journey, what the partner swap was like with Ollie, talk about sexuality and how life has been for her since the show. So let's do it. Let's talk about the partner swap because I feel like you really got a lot out of spending time with Ollie and I yes. I felt really proud that like he was my partner and he was able to be so I don't know so welcoming and just such a nice experience for you and watching it back I was fucking cackling at the cam impression <laughs> like just how he was like the little card he wrote like yes. I just thought that was so sweet I know, and I was I know. like oh that I just I feel like Ollie it makes me feel nice that I could feel like he'd be safe with any of my girlfriends yeah. and he would just be I don't know people would feel safe with him yeah. which I feel like I don't fucking weird to say, but like, I don't know. I don't feel always safe with men. So I think it's, it's nice knowing that, okay, yeah, she feels safe. He's had this really nice space for her to be able to open up about how she feels and, you know, create that safe space. And I always was really proud of that. And it just made me really happy that you got to have that experience with him as well. Mm. I like genuinely think that doing the partner swap with Ollie changed the trajectory of my relationship. Mm. Like I had bought my final vows dress and it was not the one that I wore. Cam and I went and picked it out together. Like I was fully like, yep, this is going to happen. Even though like things were so turbulent. Yeah. And then I went into partner swap with Ollie and at first I was like, I don't know what to do yeah, here. Yeah, what's the vibes? And, and as well, like, he's one of the guys. And that we had, like, such a, like, bro code thing mm. that a lot of the women were fighting against. 100%. And it was like, I don't really know where Ollie sits in this. I don't mm. know really anything about him. Mm-hmm. But, like, after maybe the first hour, it was like, he was like, you know, this is a safe space. And, like, came, like, just straight out and told me how he felt about my relationship. And he was like, I feel like you guys don't talk about issues until you're on the couch. And I was like, yeah, yeah because it's mediated there. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't have to de-escalate it by myself. Like, that's 100%. why. And then, and then because I was talking to him and then even after we finished filming that day, like, I remember he was like, yeah, let's get Uber Eats and we'll get Jimmy Brings to bring us, like, a bottle of wine mm. and we'll just, like, we'll hang out, we'll watch Ferris Bueller. Yeah. And, like, that to me, like, Ferris Bueller's my dad and my favourite movie. And so it was like, oh, like, this is a safe space yeah. and I can talk about these things. And it was maybe one of the first times where I felt comfortable to tell someone outside of my relationship mm. what was going on in my relationship yeah. because I didn't like it being public knowledge mm-hmm. unless I was ready to bring it up. Yeah. I never wanted to be that person in the middle of the dinner table at a dinner oh. party having to hash out my Seriously. relationship problems. I never wanted so that. so confronting. Yeah. And so it was like I don't want to tell anyone what's going mm. on because then if they bring it up, I have to address it then and there yeah. and I don't want that. Yeah. So – yeah, and I just remember talking to Ollie about a lot of it and he was like, Linners, mate. Linners. Linners, mate. I was like, where the fuck did you make that up, babe? Like, seriously? My whole family call me Linners now. Like, great. <laughs> like, Linners, Linners. Yeah. Like, okay. I'm like, I'm about it. It sticks. I'm just all about <laughs> it. I was going to change my Instagram handle to Linners. I was like, no, okay, like, we'll chill out. But, yeah, like, it genuinely did change, the like, the ending for me because it made me be like – I remember the, after the mm. first couple of hours we did our Voxy before – the film crew left 
And my producer was like, I have never seen you this nervous. What the fuck is going on? And I was like, I am nervous because I know that the second that I let my guard down here, Mm. I'm going to really struggle to go back. Yeah. Like if I can just be who I am and say what I need to say and get Mm. my feelings out and just have them heard. Yeah. And like not judge, like have someone go like, oh, do you think that you feel that way because of this or maybe because of this rather Mm. than being like, yeah, (laughs) like, yeah. And I, I just, I remember being like, I don't know how I'm going to go back. But we did partner swap and then I think we had girls night and yep. then. Oh, and it, then I it feel was, like from that partner swap, it just felt like the next week was freaking final hours. Yes. It went by so quickly yeah. and it just, I didn't feel ready. I just was like, oh, it's coming to an end. Like I feel like there was so much. And I don't know why I feel like our season, there was like a week early, like we got a week cut short because of the yeah. partner swap because that and normally is not meant to happen. And I feel yes. like that really just messed up where we're at in our relationships for everyone. I think everyone came back from partner swap and they were like, I don't know what's going on anymore. Like it was, it was crazy. Everyone had a bad time coming back from partner swap. Everyone had a bad time. I (laughs) I remember after partner swap was over, I went back to the room and Cam's sitting on the couch, like playing guitar. And there was like all the blankets that Alyssa had used, like held up on the couch next to him. And I walk in, I was like, Hey, so happy to see you. He didn't get up from the couch. He didn't even move the blanket so I could sit down. He just sat there and he was like, yeah. I was like, how was it? He was like, oh, you know, Alyssa cooked for me. It was great. Best three days of the whole experiment. And I was like, I want Ouch. to leave immediately mm. now. Um, and I messaged Hugo because I was like, I need to get out of this goddamn place. Yeah. And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, come around. It'll be great. I was like, okay, cool. So I went to meet him there. And when I got there, Ollie was there. <laughs> I remember and this. we were like, what the fuck? Because we, we had a fight. We had a fucking fight. Because he was being a dick to me. Yeah, because he was a understand. grumpy boy. He was, he was so angry that partner swap even yeah. happened. He was not about it. Mm. Misplaced anger, if you yeah, ask me. Yeah. Classic. Oh, my God. <laughs> but I just remember that. And then, like, all of the boys went out for drinks after that. Like, Rupert and yeah. Cam went out for drinks because everyone just wanted to blow off some steam after, yeah. like, It was rough. Show. And I, th- I wonder if they'll do it this year. Mm. don't know if it's like it's hard because like I got a lot out of it but I also don't think that it's necessary at all for everyone else like as grateful as I am Mm. I know how bad it was for everybody else it was just it was so bizarre like I couldn't really I mean I didn't not get anything out of it but I don't think I got anything that it it certainly wasn't the like pivotal point yeah it wasn't yeah I think it was nice maybe hearing Rupert's perspective on Ollie how Ollie felt about me but it wasn't anything that I maybe didn't already know like I think it was maybe just reaffirming I guess how I was feeling and where things were going but it was and it was fun because I liked Rupert and he was chill I didn't feel like it was uncomfy but it just wasn't nice being in your own space like I think they really fucked the girls by making us move yeah that's not cool why did they do that yeah yeah. I was so stressed I was like great because I'm really am I've just got issues with like needing my things in a certain way I like a routine I, I don't like being disrupted in a way like that I, lo- yeah. I don't mind change but when it's like I don't get a choice I have to do this now I have to make a decision and now talk to your partner and you don't oh. get anything that you've had consistently for the last three no. months it's like I right, shut just down pack a bag and leave yeah I mean personally I loved living in your apartment because it's so much <laughs> more like what huge. my room would look like it was huge and what? you have so many issues I, I was just walking around like if Ollie leaves me for five minutes I'm gonna try all these shoes <laughs> no, honestly <laughs> I remember because me and Linda were the same shoe size and Linda also I thought like you're the other person with the cool shoes yes I yeah, know, you yeah. always had the good platforms all the like, crew yeah. were always like you and Tani yeah, nailed it I was like, yeah, well can we talk about everyone always comparing Linda and I thinking we're the same person <laughs> and like this started getting it confused always 
always, <laughs> even during filming, they would always get Lyndall and I confused. Yes. Now even like the followers would be like, oh, Lyndall. Like they will literally comment assuming I'm Lyndall or vice versa. Yeah. And it's so like, weird. Like you're like, do you think that your partner got a villain edit? Uh-huh. And everyone's like, Ollie's the best. And, <laughs> and they're like, like, oh, sorry, I got confused Lindor. with Lyndall. I was like, guys, come like, on. Okay, okay great. <laughs> Which is so weird because I never really – Understood. I guess we had the similar hair and like body structure. I yeah, don't know. yeah. Similar style as well. It was so bizarre. And I think like both like pretty like wholesome, like Out happy, <laughs> mostly <laughs> happy. Um, like, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I think we were on the same wavelength. Yeah, it was and, like very easy to yeah to, com- to compare. It's so weird. I think back and I'm like sad that we didn't weren't as close during filming because I feel like yeah. we like even. Like Lyndall said before, after the show, you really get to know people on a deeper level because I think there's not that pressure of, you know, feeling there's a camera there, like having to just be a type of way. I don't know. It's not as – it's just not the same environment. I feel like we were able to get to know each other a lot more and I love that because I was like – even just from the partner swap when Ollie was saying this amazing thing about you – he was like, oh, yeah, like you would really get along with Lindor. Like I can see you really being yeah. friends with her. And I was like, oh, that's great. Like because you get so much off-camera time during partner swap, yes. like which was so pivotal to like building those yes. relationships. Having that trust and like after that in mm-hmm. every like group situation, Ollie fully had my back. 100%. When I couldn't speak, he would yeah. say something and he just knew and I was like, like – I've said like probably the most mm. important friendship to me and it was one of the shorter ones. Yeah. Like it just it just did. He changed so much of that experience and he was always fair. Yeah. He was never like, you know, like I mean, I love the girls, but you know, some sometimes You're girls biased. Like, yeah, they're like, you know, like <laughs> Fuck the Fuck boys. That guy. like yeah. yeah. But Ollie was always really fair yeah. and I think it was really important to hear mm. that as well because it was validating but also kept me yeah. in check and anyway, and I remember like um, we did the second publicity day after reunion. Yes. And we were walking in so to like fun. do the photo shoot together. Yeah. And I remember like us walking down the street and you were like, I'm just, I'm so glad that we got to like know each other. I know. And I was like, same though, because there was like, I've obviously like listened to the other podcast. Yeah. Um, there was like that weird divide. Divide, yeah. yeah. And like I, I I was never really aware of it and totally she blew up yeah. at that commitment ceremony. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh fuck, like yeah, you maybe I should put more effort mm-hmm. in with the others because that's like I never had any like I never yeah, felt it was never your bad. intention, and we we knew that. I always yeah. knew like Lyndall never, you would never be that type of person to actively do yeah. something like that. So I was always it's just hard because you just again like I said you can't you build know these each other. Right? You don't know each other. Yeah, it's awkward. Yes. You know, and like like for me like the first time that I like snuck out and hung out with everyone it was like it was Cam had invited all these people and Cam gave me Claire's number. Yeah, right. right. And then the first thing I asked Claire was like, hey, what's Sandy's number? Yeah, right. Because <laughs> I was like, Sandy was the one person I really really spoke yeah. to at Hens. Um, and then after that, I was like, I'm not really like inviting anyone. Mm. I, I bumped into Adam in the hallway and got his number. Wow. And I went to Cam and I was like, look, I got this number for you. Like yeah. he's going to come to the thing. I think he's going to hang out with Duncan or something. And Cam was like, yeah, I love Duncan. That's great. Um, and I was actually talking to Janelle about this last yeah. night because she was like, I saw you in the lobby and Adam had said that you'd invited him out. And he, she saw me in the lobby after he told her. Yeah. And was she was kind of waiting for me to invite her. But oh. I don't know why I didn't. Like, I don't know why I wouldn't have done that. I thought, I think but I would have said to Adam, invite Janelle. But why didn't Adam invite Janelle? Exactly. That's what I thought would have happened because he was telling me they were really happy. Yes. Yeah, they were in a good place. Yeah. So I wonder why he didn't. So weird. Yeah. And then I think someone had said to me that she was following the rules because she'd broken a rule and that she was on lockdown or something. Well, she had come into my room and was yeah. really upset. I can't remember if that was before or after. Fuck, I honestly, everything just feels like a oh, blur. But Janelle had come into so. mine and Ollie's room and she was really upset. They had just had a fight though out at dinner. Yes. And 
I didn't say anything to anyone, thought we got away with it. I think Ollie made a comment to Adam. He ran, he ran into him in the hallway right. and was like, is Janelle okay? And then he's obviously, because we did the, I was like, it wasn't you, Janelle. It wasn't me. Yeah. It was Ollie and Adam. <laughs> like they let it slip. Classic boys. Classic. I was like, kind of because there were so many times, like Jesse had come in our room one time to give me a puzzle after a retreat because we were like obsessed with doing puzzles. Mm. Um, and... No one ever found out about that and it wasn't like a big thing. So it was like, okay, cool. But I was really – I think maybe my downfall – not downfall, but I feel like I didn't want to break the rules that much. I didn't want to get in trouble. Well, I didn't either, but I was with Cam who did not care about any of the rules. Arguably the worst. So it's like every time I would like go out and do something, I would end up like – I'd be like, all right, let's meet up for dinner. And I'd get there. There's like six other people there. And I'm like, great, babe, (laughs) do you not remember getting yelled at by the executive producers literally a week ago for exactly this? They ask <laughs> And I was like, I'm so sorry. I remember that first week and then like after all of us that went out, it was the night of the kiss, but mm-hmm. I I genuinely did not see or yeah. know anything yeah, about yeah. that at the time. But it was after that and they came into our room and they like got so angry at us for going out. Mm. And then like 10 minutes after they left, I got called out. I don't know, Hamish was like, oh, Lino, can you come with me? And it was <laughs> the two execs as well. And they were like, okay, just so you know, like we know that you were back by curfew and you were trying yeah. to follow the rules and everyone else was like super drunk and late but you came home to at least follow the rules that you could and like yeah. most of what we were saying was to camp. Directed so just at him. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, thanks. okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. I will never do anything bad by you ever again. <laughs> I literally felt like a like high school kid yes. at camp or something. And I'm such a teacher's pet. I'm like, I don't <gasps> want to fucking get in trouble. I know. Like, I'm like, stop. if I don't break any of the rules, then I can't be in trouble. Right? Yeah, exactly. Like, and I can't stand that. I'm like, they've told me what the rules are. I'm yeah. an adult. I should I should just obey the rules. I feel like us following the rules didn't give us a shit edit. So honestly, <laughs> yes, damn biased. Fan faves. <laughs> it was so funny because when we did, we did a shoot, like a publicity shoot together and then we um, – and maybe it was the first week when maths aired, there's like all these, basically it's like announcing who the yes. brides and grooms are. And Lyndall and I were tipped as the fan favourites and we were so excited about it. We're like, <laughs> hell yes, yeah. unproblematic queen. <laughs> oh my God, I know. And then there were all these other ones. Like I remember Cam got like never been kissed and I was like, oh, <laughs> lol, yikes. Oh, so funny. What a time. What a time. I was it's stoked so cra- with that though. It's so crazy that it's like over a year now and it's like that was just such yeah. a – a journey for us and now we've gone back to like life and yeah. what 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 it is because even like okay I will say this from reunion like how much shit happened if they had waited an extra month wouldn't it have been so juicy the reunion oh my god it seriously like, there would have been so much stuff that happened and you really can change your opinion on people even just within that split time because I know between even airing and reunion filming I was like oh my opinions of people change, yes. like like situations happened and I was like, oh, fuck, I wish that was highlighted at reunion, I wish that was brought up. Oh and like, God, the, and it's just a shame because it's like, oh, they really should have like pushed it out an extra little bit of time. Well, it's like, I think they did a like an all-star reunion where they got a bunch of people back from that different seasons. Great. And I'm like, if they ever do that, opt me out, babe. Oh, I do not seriously. want to address this ever again. That would be a lot. Oh, no. <laughs> um, God. Reunion was interesting because i think mm. i found out about Heaps whatever stuff, with Cam yeah. and taylor mm. like a few days before i flew to sydney and i was like i haven't even processed this myself yet yeah. i'm still really emotional about it yeah and then like but i also heard that cam had gotten someone's number the same week that dan and harrison did because he was I with them too and 
The sneaky, the sneaky little He was out of that completely. Yeah. So Dan, obviously, it's Dan, Harrison and Cam. They all go out and apparently they all get numbers. Dan's with Sandy, Mm. who was like my closest friend at the time. Harrison's with Bronte, who was one of my other closest friends. And Harrison and Dan had told their wives, hey, yes, this happened, but Lyndall and Cam have already talked about it and they don't want it getting brought up on camera, so don't bring it up. Yes. And so I never found out. I I never knew. Cam was like, no, I wasn't even there. (gasps) Little liar. And then I found out, I think like one of the Perth people like said it at, we went and got coffee after filming wrapped but before reunion and it got brought up there and they like, I remember Ollie looking at me and being like, Huh? How did you not know? Yeah, and I was like, "Why would I have known? Who would? Who told me? Like, wh- like what? Yeah, it just that's so and that annoying. sent me into a spiral. That's really and then I found out annoying. the other stuff, and I was like, this little gremlin. Yeah, I was pissed, fuming. Yeah, it's hard. I feel like I hope that he can go away and have that self-reflection and he obviously looks happy in his relationship now and I really hope that that's what he needs and that's the type of person that can um, work through maybe the challenges that he may have when it comes to relationship dynamics because everyone deserves love. Like, you know, no one's perfect. And I think, you know, as well, I'm never going to advocate for people getting hate and I know Cam does cop a lot as well but all I can just wish for is that they've been able to take out their experience and grow from it and know okay yeah I was a bit shit there I probably won't act like that again I won't do that to someone else and then that's the positive like you have to hope that that's what you know they take although they didn't get someone from maths that that's what they're taking out as like a self-growth situation yeah and I think like with Cam like I obviously did a lot of work for myself to Mm -hmm. understand who he was and accept that 100% and like it's less I think like less for me it was less about forgiveness and more about Mm -hmm. just accepting who he was and I think he is happy now I hope he's happy now we don't talk at all yeah but I also think that I actually listened to him on a podcast a while ago and it Mm -hmm. made me it was like almost relief because he was saying about about the relationship and I think he said something like, yeah, like Lyndall knew before the end that things weren't going to yeah. – like that we weren't going to stay together. Yeah, I think she knew for a while. Mm. And they were like, oh, so do you think that she just stayed for the followers? And I like – I was bracing for impact when they were having this conversation oh. and he was like – he said – no, no, no. She was there for genuine reasons and she really wanted it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, even if he could never admit that to my face, yeah. he didn't have to say that. Yeah. And I do feel, um, I was saying this last night to some of the others, I was like, I do feel that I got really lucky in the way that Cam and I have just kind of gone our separate ways. Mm-hmm. There hasn't been the whole like I'm going to send in screenshots and expose yeah. what they've done and like totally. pick up on every little bad thing that they ever did because mm-hmm. we all made mistakes. Absolutely. And I think that like I got really lucky in that that like there hasn't been all this like online beef mm-hmm. afterwards. Like mm-hmm. we both we just both can be thing. hurt. We yeah. can both still have our experience but we can also both just move on and be like Absolutely. look I want the best for you and yeah. we should not be in each other's lives but like good luck and yeah. yeah. No I think that's, so that's nice. has been really like I think it's been like almost respectful which yeah. is not I think something so I was too. expecting afterwards. And that's what normal everyday outside maths relationship should be like yes, right you like shouldn't you just have move this on. like beef and you'd never have a situation where you're sending screenshots into the daily mail and trying to expose each other like it's so unnecessary mm. like that but oh, yeah. i mean it's all part of the maths i know empire whatever whatever you want to call it <laughs> yeah. but no i've always i guess respected that he's never really been about the 
about the, I don't know, the, the show business. Of, yes. I don't know. He's just never it's really like, had that. I, I have actually joked before that he's like the perfect villain because he can go in and then like be shit and then they'll like give him about like a worse edit as well. And then he just comes out. He's like, yeah, oh, well, <laughs> just gets on with it. Cool. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, I think, and I think his lifestyle and everything like that, like he's happy. Yeah. He's got a girlfriend. He works yeah. remote. Like he's doing all the things that he loves to do. Yeah. Hopefully we've all, yeah, happy we've, and yeah, we've given him his space to kind of do his thing and happy for him. Yeah. So what is dating for you like now? What's the vibe? Are you dating? What's the current situation with you? Um, after airing finished, I was like, well, I mean, after filming finished, I was like, I'm in my hot girl era and then mm-hmm. very quickly realised that I had a problem with affection. Oh, no. <laughs> like the trauma's coming yes, up. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I could be drunk and like kiss someone in a club, but like if you try to hold my hand on a date, like don't, don't touch, touch me. me. I've got the ick, see you later. <laughs> and I obviously knew that that was because of like the of learned course. behaviour from yep. my last relationship. And so I was like, okay, well, you know, I think I also, like, I started off with this really strict rule of mm-hmm. no second dates because I was like, I have been messed around for months. Okay. I do not have room in my life for yep. complications. And I was like, if we aren't, like, vibing and if things don't feel good and if I'm not, like, super excited to see this person again, then I'm not going to. Mm-hmm. And I tried, I did, like, start speaking to and go on a couple of dates with some women yep. as well. But I found that... It was 10 times more complicated Mm. because if we got like papped, like if someone was at a bar and they saw me like with another woman, like being flirty or like whatever, then it's like you're potentially outing that person who might be out to their friends, to their family, but maybe not to their workplace. putting them in that situation. And being on like a big platform Mm. and like having all these articles written about you. And yeah, yeah, I just, that that made things really complicated Mm. because then it was like, right, well, we can only go on dates if it's inside and no one can see us and like Perth's a pretty chill place to be yeah but it's like if I'm like hanging out with a guy friend everyone that comes up and says hi they're like oh my god is this your new boyfriend and I'm like no that must be so rough like I can't even imagine what that's like obviously us having very different journeys like I don't I think if Ollie and I were to ever god forbid break up I really think I would struggle to go back in that dating space for exactly the reasons you've just mentioned because say if you're not even anything serious with the person you're dating you're seen with them you then have to kind of like talk about it or you're you're kind of forced to like is it a thing is it not because that's the expectation of what people want to know from you and it can make things tricky so I really don't envy that that you have that as well especially when it's like dating women too because not I don't know not many people know it was pretty from hen's night we all had a conversation (laughs) we did we all laid on the table who was by who was not and there was a few of us myself included again I've it's out there, but I don't Bicons. think people bike <laughs> Um, I don't think people I don't know, I don't really think I've talked about it too much, but it's no. it's definitely been out there. And I think Linda like I again, I've always known I don't know, I just got that vibe from you straight away. I don't know if it's yeah. just like <laughs> the vibes. Like, hey Queen. No, no, just, you just you just get the vibes. She's, and then she's I so lo- slay, she's so young. <laughs> and I just loved when you did that Instagram story a while back and you're like, guys, I have Miley Cyrus posters. I thought it was obvious. And I'm like, so fucking true. It's like Miley Cyrus. Cyrus is like the key if you yes. like if you're a Miley Cyrus gal, most yeah. likely that is your game. So <laughs> I know. Oh my god! And like I remember putting it on my story, thinking it was just like <laughs> I was trying to make like the the smallest event of it when I put totally. when I put it up. I was like, yeah, you know, like I'm going to be celebrating Pride as a bi queen yeah. myself or whatever yeah. I said. And then it was all over the internet, and I remember my mum calling and she was like. 
Yeah, I saw it on your stories and your dad read it in a Perth Now article and I was like, Perth Now, bloody Perth Now. Because I wasn't out to my parents. Yeah, right. But I also like, I feel very lucky that I, I've never had to come out because I always knew that I would just be supported. And yeah. I was like, well, you know, if I ever start dating someone of the mm. same sex, then I'll have those conversations. Sure, but yeah. Yeah, it wasn't It wasn't something I was hiding, but it also wasn't like public knowledge. Yeah. So I think I was just like, YOLO, rip the Band-Aid off. And then uh, it's, it's interesting that things then have to be public knowledge and that's something that I wouldn't even think – I don't know. I just don't think it's a big deal. Oh, no, it's like it's yeah. just not a big deal. I don't know. I feel yeah, like it's, I've always felt like that. Like yeah. it's not. It's not something that I decided or need to announce. It's just totally, who I am. Yeah. And and I think like I know how lucky I am that that's my situation. Mm-hmm. But like I'm also so aware. Like I have other friends in the queer community that haven't had totally, that experience. And totally. so like again with the dating, it's just like it makes it so much more complicated that you might be putting someone else in a position where they aren't out. Yeah. Like I I came out to everyone and it was everywhere yeah. in these articles. But I. I knew that was going to happen yeah. and if it was somebody else who might be out in their circles mm. but yeah again like you I just oh it would make me mm. feel sick You'd feel, to like yeah. put someone in that position unless they were really sure and really ready yeah but yeah. and was there like I guess coming to your like terms of your sexuality was there like a kind of key moment because I was thinking back and this is so fucking random like the <laughs> first time I was like because I've always been attracted to women I've always found yes. I would argue women are more attractive than men I've Agreed. just always felt that and I was it's so this is so fucking <laughs> random but I've been in a um a zone of watching Pirates of the Caribbean I think Kira Knightley, Knightley was one of the first like watching it. I was like yes. I always thought she was so beautiful yeah and I was really trying to think back I was like Ben like Beckham I was like trying to drill back to like yes. me as like a teenager of me just kind of existing when like before <laughs> you dated right and what you found yeah you know what you found attractive and I always was like yeah, and then watching it back, I'm like, this has sparked a lot of memories for me. Oh, God, Was yeah. there anything that you can remember that kind of was like, oh, maybe I do like girls or maybe I'm a bit more, I don't know, was there anything that a kind of key moment that you felt? Uh, I mean... It's so hard sometimes to kind of pinpoint <laughs> a single moment. Definitely. I think it's like... It was always there, but I was always like, oh, but, you know, like, women are just really pretty. Like, they are. They're, like, so much more gorgeous. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, that's totally normal. That's what everyone thinks. And then it's like, no, that's that's not what happened. And I remember, like, in high school, um, one of my, like, closest high school friends is, like, raging lesbian. Yeah. Um, And she wasn't wasn't out, but I always kind of knew as her Mm. best friend. And then I think, like, just, like, leaving – high school and then going to uni and like you know being at parties and playing like truth or dare and making out with women and stuff her and I always had this rule like in our group if we're playing truth or dare you can never dare us to kiss each other okay and like everyone just obeyed it like nobody even questioned it they were like yep no that that can never happen if someone new came into the group and they dared us to everyone would go like no No, that's not how we work here (laughs) and I so now know that that's because everyone had this undertone of like they're really good mates and if they kiss it's gonna be weird it's really because they're both a little bit gay like we can't (laughs) they can't do that I was like and like I I was literally with her this week and we were talking about that with our old high school friends because it was her hen's night and we were just like everyone knew and we just like hadn't said it Mm. like that's why it was weird it wasn't weird because of anything else yeah and Going into maths, were you open to having a wife? Because I know when I was doing application and I, I I said I just wanted a husband, I think I was very yes. – I don't know. I think I thought, which is probably not the best way to think in hindsight, but I just felt like if I go into this, I feel like 
I don't know if Max is the safest space to go into a same-sex relationship. Um, And I don't know if they're going to be able to give the tools that is needed to make that relationship work. I think it would be a bit of a a tokenistic thing. And I just felt like, "Mm, I don't know if I want to put myself up there for that. Yeah, just for that experience. I don't know if that's the kind of – which I feel shit about because obviously like would be open to that. But I just don't know why I hesitated when doing that. I was like – Oh, oh my god, nah, we could have been matched. I, I was like, <laughs> we could have been matched. Seriously, but I was like, oh, I don't know if I did the maybe. I think there was options, but I was yes, really thinking yeah. about, it and I was like, oh, is would that be the safest space to pursue something like that? I don't know. I feel like probably I not. was exactly the same. Mm. So it was like, what's your sexuality? And I said, I'm bisexual. Yeah. And then it was like, would you be open to being mm. matched with yeah. a woman? And I said no mm. because I think I think I was and I was I am still very open to a relationship with a woman. Oh well, like any gender to be honest. Yeah, but anyone. I think when I went in, I was like, this is this situation's gonna be complex enough. And yeah. right now, I feel comfortable in my sexuality. But if I say yes now, and then we get eight months down the track when you get selected to go on, mm. am I really going to be prepared for that? And is the experiment prepared for that? And I still think coming out of it, I was talking about this yesterday that. It's a big platform, bigger than you could ever prepare for. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, having done it myself, that they're ready for that. Yes, and I agree. I did see that the same-sex couple from this year's has cast bounced, has already has bounced. Left. And I was like, yeah, it's so important to have yeah. that represent- representation on a platform. Mm-hmm. But you have to have the structures in place yeah. to support that because 100%. they – like you know, homosexual or like not heteronormative relationships yeah. are so much more complex. Absolutely. And so it's like to be out mm-hmm. as queer, to be in a pressure cooker situation like that and for it to be broadcasted. To be judged by the whole of the world. Yeah. It's and just when people got shit to say, like I just don't know if I could be open to that. No. Um, yeah. I just, I mean, I said no because I was like it's going to be hard enough. As yeah. It is. Like, totally. Let's just keep let's it just nice Let's just take it a step at a time. Yeah. I mean, maybe if I had maybe next yes, year. things would have been different. <laughs> <laughs> we would have been matched. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? <laughs> Dead. But it's so, yeah, I, I hope maths can get to that point where we are seeing more more same-sex couples or more non-binary people. I just don't know if that conversation is ready to be had and if the audience is open to that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like seeing the UK and how much more progressive they Mm -hmm. are in those kinds of areas, it's like they've also moved away from the like high-volume intense drama. Like Mm. there's still drama, Mm -hmm. absolutely, but I just think that the Australian maths is so like punchy in terms Mm. of drama and so – to have it's a gay couple. Mm. And then also like, look, if things don't work out between a gay couple and what normally happens happens, which is one person in the relationship is villainized and the other person is not. Yes. How does that go down? Yes. And mm. is that conducive to yeah. giving queer people a platform like that? Like is yeah. that going to be helpful? Like if you're a bad person, mm. like you're a villain, right? Yeah. But also if you're in a situation where you don't end up together and then they have to tell a story, that's, how do you pick that? And yeah. And then you're putting this person who's already putting themselves out there enough in a situation mm-hmm. where they are already copying hate just for existing. Yeah. And then also all of the added layers on top of that of like being on maths and in reality TV. So I don't know. It's so important and you want representation, but it has to be right. And I really, 
I don't see that happening for them in the current format yeah, that I, I experienced. Agree. Yeah. I agree. I hope it can change. And I think same. you want to see more of that because there's been even discussions like bringing same sex onto like Love Island and stuff. Like there's been yes. more of those discussions and I think that would be amazing. Like right. we've seen a little bit of it like kind of um, some people, yeah, some people come through. Yeah. Stunning. Stunning. Love That her. was so good. Yeah, love her. Like that's same. amazing. But I feel still feel like she copped a lot of that judgment from the public and – there's yeah. still that conversation. She was definitely like groundbreaking and, and paving that way. Yeah. But um, there's still so so much to like so far to go with that. And Absolutely. I think you need people like – Even um, in the Australian public, like the uh, way that they received that was mm. – A lot of issues there. Like mm. it's pretty disgusting. But look, I'm, I'm excited to see where things are going to go with maths, but I don't know if that's – that's the way it's going so far. Yeah. We'll see. What is advice you would give to the current maths cast <laughs> or anyone thinking of applying? What would you right. kind of, what was like the things that you would tell them to do or to not do? Right. Okay. I mean, the thing I always told Cam is don't bite the hand that writes your story. Yes. It is great. not hard to be nice to people. Yeah. Just be nice and respectful. You signed up to the rules, mm-hmm. follow the rules. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you're allowed to break a rule here and there, get your nails done with one of your friends, yeah. but like... Yeah. yeah. Every time I broke a rule, I found out immediately afterwards why the rules were there. Yeah. 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 They're there for a reason. And like yeah. if you just listen to them, you're going to have a much easier time. Yeah. And during and afterwards. I'll oh, tell you that yes. for free. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and then I think just like personal advice, and I know it's a massive cliche, but you just – I sat down for a really long time before I went in and – went through all of my like biggest flaws and triggers Mm -hmm. to know exactly who I was and that if those things were used against me or if they were highlighted in the experience and in airing afterwards that I would be able to face that yeah and so I think it it just like made me feel a lot more level like I really Mm -hmm. knew who I was and I knew where those like flaws in me were coming from yes and so then I think that helped in the way that I behaved, in the mm-hmm. way that I saw everyone else. And then as well, like watching it back, I could already accept maybe like, oh, you know, it's like, yeah, I know I can get snarky when I'm under pressure. Totally. And like, I yeah. don't love that about myself. I try to work on it. Yeah. But I also know that might come up. And yeah. Like just things like that, like just knowing who you are and just staying true to that. Yeah. I will say one note with that is Ollie always made a point that he – loved the fact that you were always open to criticism or anything like you could really say oh I didn't like the way you did that or you could always say that to you you'd never be defensive you'd never be an asshole about it. you'd be like yeah. oh okay yeah like yeah. you'd take it on board and you'd whether you gave shit about it or not you always listened and you were always very just I don't know I just always loved the way you would be like oh okay yeah like I'll, I'll take that in consideration or you know when like we said with the girl divide you're like oh okay yeah I, I didn't, definitely didn't mean to do yeah. that you're always very receptive to any feedback or criticism and I've always loved that about you because it's hard like I know I can really struggle with criticism and you know with someone calling out something that yeah I probably know that about myself that I don't really want to I don't I'm pushing that aside I don't want to know about that and I always it's a hard thing to do so I've always loved that and I think if you can go into an experience like this being open to your flaws and knowing that you're you're not perfect none of us are you're going to be more open to changing because I think during such a experiment like this you learn a lot about yourself you learn a lot about yourself positive and negative and I think you've really got to approach it with being open to discovering that a hundred percent because it's a lot I remember having that conversation with Ollie as well he was like yeah when I first met you I thought you were performative and I'm like yeah I can see that yeah yeah yeah, because you only ever saw me when I was like angry at standing up for something yes yeah and I totally understood that and I knew that that was the case but Mm -hmm. I was also like but you know, if I just keep existing in the same room as people, they'll understand why That's I'm like are. that. And mm. 
and Ollie, like Ollie and I, obviously came to a really good understanding of yeah. that. And you know, even with like, I remember going up to Mel with the girl divide, and mm. like, I think if you're like, if you really drill down into what's important, it's for me, it was always like, I can say sorry. Yeah, I can. I can you say sorry can. to someone, and and I can take that on. My first priority when someone gives me criticism is making sure that the fallout of whatever I've done mm-hmm. is repaired yeah so I was like you know like when I was listening to your podcast with Mel it was like I just felt bad for participating yeah. in something that made you guys feel like you were on the yeah. outside because I know that was never the intention Absolutely. and I can yeah. I can say that to the cows come home but that doesn't mean you didn't feel it totally so like, totally like, that's the point yeah. it's not like yeah I don't know you like you have to be able to swallow your pride you have to be able to be yeah. accountable and if you're not like Good oh, luck. And my Good la- luck. <laughs> yes. And my last bit of advice is that everything comes out. Oh. Everything comes and out. And they know just, everything. If you just own it, then it doesn't turn into this big thing that yeah. you're trying to hide. It might not even get aired mm. in the end. Like, mm-hmm. it, like that's what I saw with people, like, owning their stuff. Yeah. Sometimes it had to play out. Yeah. But if you try and hide it or if you, like, defend yourself and get all yelly, like – Nobody's gonna like you no for that. No one's gonna like and that. They're gonna love it because it's it's exactly it's what drums. they want. Yeah. God. Yeah. All right. So that's my advice. So let's finish off with a game called Chuffed or Not Chuffed. So it. I'm gonna give you <laughs> a couple examples or just a couple things and we'll dissect Chuffed or Not Chuffed. I think you're gonna like this one. So oh, first God. one oh. is the Barbie movie. Chuffed or not chuffed? What was your thoughts? We haven't spoke about this yet. Oh my God, I know. Okay. I personally loved the Barbie movie. Yep, I think that there was a lot of criticism of it from the like, I don't want to say hardcore feminist because I think I'm hardcore feminist, but there's a lot of criticism from the feminist movement that it wasn't sure. in depth enough. Yes. And I kind of look at it as it's this global sensation. Mm-hmm. It has to be palatable to people yep. that don't have the same understanding as me. And I yes. thought they did a really good job of that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And I yeah. loved that they didn't villainize anyone. Yes. There was no big bad guy. Everyone was understood in the end. Everyone had a purpose. Like, And if they were villainized, it was in a funny way. Yep. I loved that. I because loved I that. Because I think that is the problem is that it's like there aren't bad guys and good guys no. all the time. It's actually just everyone's having a different it's experience. Situational. Yeah. It also made me have an existential crisis, which I didn't love so much. <laughs> I was like, when I so I've watched it a couple of times. The first time I watched yeah. it, when I was like crying at the end scene, yes. and I was like, "What is wrong with me? Yes. What is wrong with me?" What? Like seriously, I genuinely like that bloody Billy Billy Eilish, Eilish song. That song. <gasps> like I like that Hits one me. line that was like, "I'm just something you paid for." Oh. That's how I felt coming mm. out of maths. I was like, I was just Deep. this entertaining yep. thing. And I got nothing from it. Like, not nothing from it, but, you know, like, but I just I felt like I really, yeah. like, I blew up my life and then I came out and I was like, that's all what I now? am to people, mm. you know? Like, there's all these people that, like, know me now yeah. and I'm just something that, yeah. Mm. Yeah, and, like, I'm okay now, but at the time I was like, damn, it's making yeah. me have a lot of big feelings. It was really, yeah. like, I was expected to be this fun, girly, pink movie about a doll and I was like, wow, they really did touch on subjects that were, like, Okay, these are conversations need to be had. I feel like some stuff I definitely didn't like. I didn't think it was right. like amazing. Like I didn't really love the cellulite joke, and I didn't love like yes. a couple little things in it. Yeah. Um, but overall, I'm like, it's a movie about a doll. There's so much you can do about talking about feminism and what it means. Yeah. And in a two hour, however long it is, we can't talk about all the issues in the world yes. and what we need to fix. Um, and sometimes it's just like fun, entertaining, like an entertaining thing. And I just loved it. I need every single outfit. 
Oh my god, yes. Seriously, I was like, when I was watching, I was like, this is like me and Lindell. Like, we were always the pink. It's actually me, you, and Alyssa were the pink girls. Yes, we yeah, were always, we were always fighting each other to wear pink to have the dinner parties. Because <laughs> you oh couldn't wear the same shade of pink, no. so you'd have to get your outfits approved before. And yeah. I was always trying to wear pink. And I, so you're, you're, I remember like you saying at the end of filming like final vows about your reunion dress, you already had it approved. I was like, I need to get onto this. So I was like, I can't do pink, but I'll do red. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. And I love, I love Disney. I like one of my, oh my favourite. I feel like you you're wore such it, a, You wore it to the hands and I was I like. I know. <laughs> we bonded over that. We're like we Perth designer vibes. Love it. <laughs> no, I love that. That's one of my fucking favourite brands. Like I absolutely yes, love them. No, same, stuff is, same. I want everything from them. Yeah. Okay. Next chuffed or not chuffed, the boxing match. <laughs> oh, it's hard because like I had a fun night, but I also regret it. Like, I mean, I, I never regret anything, but I think it was like, for me, I came over from Perth to see my girlfriends and have a fun time. Mm-hmm. There was all this shit about Bronte. Like someone was trying to get her to wear a Team Harrison shirt and I had to what? be like, absolutely no. And like, lol, Bronte okay. can say what she wants about being like a fiery Scorpio. She's also a massive softie. And so like, she if is. you push her hard enough, she'll crumble. She'll buckle, yeah. And I had to like, I had to step in and be like, no, Mm-mm. she's not doing that at all like Mm -mm. they can she can be a big person and say that she's moved on from everything without wearing his name on her shirt I don't think that's helpful for anyone involved no but yeah and it was just it was just it was hectic and then like I think at the time it was just like a bit of fun yeah and then coming out everyone was like oh my god it's so gross and blah 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 and I was like whatever I don't know it's just like I went to catch up with my mates that I hadn't caught up with it was a nice little like girls trip plus Hugo and then plus Hugo I fucking love Hugo he is just so (laughs) random like when I saw I think that's the first time he's ever posted a fucking story in like he hasn't posted anything he hasn't posted a single thing I respect that since the show and I I like I remember like he came over for pre's and I was like right you are posting stories it is girls night you are one of the girls we are here you are doing it (laughs) And I even got DMs from people being like, "Why? Like, where did Hugo go?" And I was like, "People were like, why hasn't he got his account back?" And I was like, <laughs> "He's got it. it. He's definitely got it." Oh my god. Damn. But yeah. And I mean, okay. I guess as well, there was like a really nice. Um, I felt so. It was the one year anniversary of Harrison and Bronte's wedding. <gasps> Shut up. We were like, Ooh. that's full circle. That's yeah, full circle. Wow. Um, so, like, I think that for her was a really big, like, symbolic ending Moment. of everything. Mm-hmm. And then as well, I saw Taylor and I haven't yeah. seen her since reunion. Oh, yeah. Yes. How would that go down? I mean, I actually, I felt pretty good going into it. We yep. weren't sure if she was going or not, but mm-hmm. um, we were there first and then she arrived and I'd kind of discussed with the girls. I was like, I think what I'm going to do is when she gets there, I'm going to be like, hey, it's been a really long time, but, like, it's, it's nice to see you because yeah. – I don't know, like we never really had any like beef yeah. other than the big thing that happened, right? Yeah. Like and Which was so stupid. Yeah, and really. it happened so long ago yeah. now for me and I just I'd also like seen everything that happened to the Logies and I was like, no, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to ever like, want to be a part of that. Oh like dude, that. seriously. I was like, yeah. And I just I think like it was actually quite nice because then we ended up like just happening to like sit down next to each other and we caught up and I like asked her about how Tazzy was and she told me all about her dogs and like there was a moment there where I was like I actually think we would have been fine like if it wasn't for all like the like maths beef Mm. I think like we would have just gotten along like everyone else yeah yeah and it was really nice that we got to do that I think everyone had a better time because I think people were worried 
at first. And, sure. and so like it was actually like nice to enjoy her company. Yeah. Yeah. I totally forgot. Then I saw you guys together and then I was like, oh, wait a second. I was yeah. like, I totally forgot about yeah. everything. Because again, like you said, so long ago, like yeah. we've really moved on from like certain things. Um, and yeah, it's, it's just nice to have that. Like with us all being together, it's such a rare thing. So it's nice that you could then see like the girls have like a little girls trip and do that. Like that's, that's, yeah. that's nice. And in the day, it's just like, that's what you went to do. You saw a cute yeah. event and like people just need to relax, man. Like, I know. Okay, whatever. Also, like, come on. It was a free ticket. I got to see Harrison get a few smacks. I know. So, because oh, I know Harrison's probably going to comment on this. Hi, Harrison. <laughs> hey, hey, Tom. <laughs> Miss you. We'll be at your next fight. Thanks for the invite. We didn't yeah. get one. <laughs> <laughs> so, you'd say not chuffed, semi chuffed? Chuffed about the company. Yeah. Yeah, not chuffed with the public response because it wasn't that deep, guys. Come yeah, on. it wasn't that deep. Yeah. Nothing's ever that deep. Yeah. <laughs> and then the last chuffed or not chuffed is life aftermaths. I feel like I have days where I'm not chuffed, but mm. most of the time I'm pretty chuffed. Like yeah. I've I've met some incredible people. I feel like I've I've obviously had such a positive response since being on the show, and yeah. and like I got to meet amazing people yeah. that I get to still be friends with and like watch what they're all doing and, and whatever and I think like I'm all the things that are bad that I'm not chuffed about mm-hmm. after the show are actually getting a lot easier yeah great yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah. so chuffed it was hard but I'm glad I did it oh I love it <laughs> alright well I think that's all we've got time for but yeah. I have loved having you on Linda it's so nice to like catch up rehash just what we freaking went through <laughs> right because we just never have that time i don't think we've ever been able to sit down for this long and just talk about no everything so it's yeah. been cut the really chat cut the chat <laughs> cut the honestly we need cut the chat merch that would be yes. always oh what was God. screamed at us by production yeah. when we would try and have any ounce chat, of like come on guys come on guys but it's been so great having you on and being nice to kind of chat further and i'm sure i'll probably see you again soon so thanks for watching and listening guys and i'll see you next week bye (laughs) thanks so much for listening you can follow at chuff pod on instagram and tiktok and i'll see you all next week bye